Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent Irsh. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Okay, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Burger Party Wednesday expose. Okay, and this is an expo uh, for the idea of having a burger party every Wednesday to bring you closer to family, bring you closer to friends, and bring you closer to acquaintances and keep you further away from strangers. Now, there's not a lot of you in the audience, as I can see. There's only just one gentleman there in the back with a baseball cap. But I've been doing these expos for quite a while, and this is our largest attendance yet. So my theory, okay, I, T.J. Miller, a comedian, a talking bear comedian, probably the best in North America and China. I'm not going to say that right now. It's a tense political climate. Um, but uh, I did want to sort of say that... Um, Every Wednesday, I myself have a burger party. It doesn't have to be red meat. It can be a turkey burger party. It can be a buffalo burger party. I've had salmon burger parties. Heck, you can have an impossible burger. People say to me, it's impossible to have a burger party. I'm a vegetarian. I say, I think you just solve your own problem. You just answer your own question by saying the impossible burger party. So you can have an impossible burger party Wednesday as well. And burger parties are great because everybody loves a burger. You can talk about the ins and outs of the burger. Burgers, a lot of them are about proportion. doesn't have to be a lot of ingredients. People try and get fancy with their burgers. You can order the burgers. Get them from takeout, shake and shack, in and out. Have a Burger King, have a, have a burger party Wednesday um, taste test where you get burgers from McDonald's, you get a Whopper, you get a Big Mac, you get a Wendy's, Super Duper, Bacon Burger, Bomber, Beanie, Beanie Babies, Selling Beanie Babies on the Internet Burger, whatever Wendy's has right now. But you can do all of that, or you can make your own burgers. Fry them up, saute them, bake the burger, broil the burger, whatever you want to do, grill them. I grill them. I don't even have a grill. I grill them. I just put the, the raw patties under a hot light in a chair, and anything can be a chair, and I interrogate them. I really grill the burgers until I've gotten the information I want from them, and then I go after and kill all of the chicken sandwiches that they associate with. Then I'm right back to just frying them up in a pan. But I think every Wednesday is a good time. It's middle of the week. It's hump day, right? A lot of people call it. Uh, the hump and rump day or the it's fuck day or it's halfway through the time to really jump on a camel's back and ride that bitch into the ground like an ostrich trying to hide from its own past. I, I don't I don't I don't use any of that terminology. I think that's weird. You're going over board a little bit there, in my opinion. But Wednesday is a good day to have a burger party. Invite your friends, invite your coworkers, people that you'd kind of know but don't know that well. Invite the creepy guy, Stanielle, who you don't understand why every time he says his name is Stanielle, you say, did you just say Danielle? That's a, that's a woman's name. He says, no, Stanielle, Stanielle. 
and you kind of don't know why anyone would be called Stanielle, and you bring it up occasionally in the break room when he's not there, he or she. And, um, you know, the, the I guess the lore surrounding it is that his father's name was uh, Danielle and his mother's name was Stan. So they they put those two together and that's why his name is Danielle. But invite Danielle. Get to know why he is named Danielle. And um, do it every Wednesday. And so I invite you to ask questions if you have any. Uh, most importantly, I am selling Burger Party Wednesday t-shirts. And this is all real. You can reach me at Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt at gmail.com. And I am not joking. If you email Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt, just T and then shirt, I think it is. Um, and I'll double check that actually right now. Um, but if you email me, I will send you a Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt so that you can get started on your Burger Party Wednesdays. Uh, so does anybody have any um, uh, any sort of uh, any questions at all? And I, I want to, I, yes. I, I did make this up the other day. On the one hand, a middle finger says a lot, but doesn't really accomplish anything. On the other hand, five fingers. Okay. All right. I'll take questions right now. Yes. about is, is this Party Wednesday t-shirt. Is this t-shirts? Are you selling a Taco Tuesday t-shirt also? No, and I don't care for that. I think Taco Tuesday is, first of all, you're appropriating Mexican culture. Second of all, just because something has the same first letter as the day, you don't see me walking around going, let's, hey, it's salad Saturdays, right? It's fried tater tot Fridays, right? It's uh, thoroughbred cooked horse Thursdays. I mean, that's just, who's cooking horses? Get out of my barn, mister, and get into my car. You, uh, one more question, sir. Uh, do you have a, uh, do you have the shirt in a halter top? And are you talking about Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt at gmail.com? Yes. Yeah, we can do halter tops. We can do uh, tops that aren't haltered, that are, haven't been halted at all. We can do go go right ahead tops, you know? And those actually come down below your testicles. Those do. And it is Burger Party Wednesday T, the letter T, then shirt at gmail.com. Go ahead. Sorry. If you wanted to wear the... Yeah, if you wanted to wear the shirt on a Thursday, what do you think would happen? Well, you know, to be honest with you, in those cases, you're kind of trying to gear people up and get them ready for the that coming Wednesday, for that coming Burger Party Wednesday. You wear it on Thursday, you're almost saying, hey, remember how fun last night was at that Burger Party Wednesday? I'm wearing the T-shirt to say, you know, I'm pretty sure we had a great time. Let's look forward to doing it again on now. I was thinking of making a shirt that says six days until Burger Wednesday. Well, it's Burger Party Wednesday. I've said that several times. Okay. okay. So six days until Burger Party yeah. Wednesday. Part of what's so important about it is that it's a party. Burger Wednesday just means you're going to have a burger alone in the back of a truck crying, looking at videos of clowns tripping. Not, I'd like to make some acid, tripping and falling over. I'd like to make some countdown shirts. And you wear a different one each. Um, yeah, like four day. days until Burger Party Wednesday. You know what? That's not a bad idea. What is your name, sir? Teach, it's me, Cash. Horton? Cash Levy. Oh, my God. Stanielle. 
It's Danielle. Me. How have you been? It's me, Cash Levy. Oh, I, I misheard you. I thought you said it was Stanielle. Cash, how are you? Good, good, man. I've just excited to see you. On the and other I, hand, I'm very, very depressed that the only person that came to see my Burger Party Wednesday Expo was you. No, there were hundreds of people out there. I told them it, the event was uh, canceled, so they all went home. Why would you have told? Why would you have done that? Why would you? Because I wanted to be alone with you and just hang out with an old friend. I haven't seen you why forever. This is this is the only way I can make money right now. Well, no, you don't understand. I sold I sold each one of them a, a T-shirt before they left, so that you're, you're rich. You're rich. Where are the profits? I made them. It's right here. They paid you in burgers. Yeah, isn't that what you wanted? Right. right. So now I've got more burgers than I know what to do with and not a damn dollar to my name. Well, we have 300 burgers. They, I thought, hey, I thought you wanted to be paid in burgers. I'll bet, I'll bet you donuts to dollars that those burgers ain't worth shit. <laughs> hey, I'm just here because I was hoping we could do another podcast together. You know, right, I've had you I'll, I'll do a podcast with you. I've had some. Really? Okay. Oh, what were you going to say? You have had some. I just have had some troubles getting guests lately. Um, you're one of my favorite guests, and I was just hoping we could maybe do the show again. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe I'll do something for you. Um, maybe I'll share some of these 300 burgers with you during the show. Burger, I'll tell you what. If you buy a Burger Party Wednesday T-shirt for $15 or 36 hamburgers, <laughs> I'll do a podcast with you. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Uh, do it! Yes, let's do it. Do you remember how the show used to start? I haven't. We haven't seen each other for a little while, but um, I used I to like to start. I used to like to start it off with a section we like, used to like to like. We we kind of like to call it the. Uh, You're right. We, used to, we used to sort of. Well, it's hard when you eat 257 uh, hamburgers. I, there's only 557 hamburgers. You only have 300 left. You ate yeah, the other one. Not, yeah, I know. There's not many left. Um, Let's start it off with the triple banger. Burger party. Triple banger. Lightning round. I've been doing the Burger Party Wednesday Expo thing for a while. For a long time. So that's why you're kind of out of the mix. We used to start the show with the uh, triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. At gmail.com. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Um, What's the fruit with the best packaging? Oh, and you know what's funny? I know you well enough that you're not talking about uh, human packaging. You're saying what nature packaged? Is it a banana peel? Is it the skin of the orange? Is it the, I think it's the peach. Because it's fuzzy. It's fuzzy to the touch. You can bite right through it once you wash it down. I like that. I like that. But you know it's the banana because they put your head no. You literally were shaking your head no before I finish. The banana keeps it completely... It's enclosed. It keeps it completely. It's the easiest to eat. Got it. Now, what do you do with it afterwards? Now you got some. Throw it away. If look, if kiwis came inside of a banana peel, I'd be all in. I'd be all like, in. like bananas. You always before shows, you're always like. You even tell the clubs, you're like, I just think I can eat something. Um, just something small. I don't need anything at all. Just like a banana. You always do that. Every as and you always started out. You don't say, "Can I have a banana?" Because <laughs> that sounds too much like a monkey. I think. Instead, <laughs> you just start off every time by going, um, "Yeah, I don't usually eat a lot on stage." Because the waitress will say, "You know, can I get you guys any food?" And you go, "No, I don't eat before I go on. Maybe something afterwards." But right now, can I get just something? I don't know, something small, just like a just something to 
snack on, like maybe, I don't know, uh, like a banana. Like, do you have a banana? Okay. And they never, they never, okay. have, they never have bananas. They, they never have bananas. Have bananas. Okay, bananas. so what do I say after that? Let's see how well you know me. What do I say after that when they don't have bananas? They don't have bananas. You go, okay, just just a little bit of bread. That's just- exactly <laughs> I I did I didn't know I thought, I thought you hadn't noticed that I'd be like I'll even have like just a piece of bread. I mean, you go you go from being an orangutan to just a poor orphan who's like just some bread just a crust of bread for me. All I need is a little and they will serve you plain bread or I've seen you eat a hamburger bun with nothing else involved but a banana well, and often on the way to a show you'll be saying. I got to get something to eat. I'm really hungry. Is there any way we can stop somewhere and get a, I don't know, something small like a, uh, I just want to be like, Cash, just say you want to get a banana. Yeah, but listen to this. First of all, I don't like to go on stage hungry. I get grumpy. And when I'm riffing, I get kind of ornery and it's no good. Okay. I'm like a wild animal that's, you know, going to bite you. You don't have your banana. You'll end up throwing shit at the audience. Number two, and this is what bothers me. The waitress will, or this, you know, she'll come in and she'll be like, um, so, Here's the menu. And I'll be like, look, she'll be, you should have the, you know, whatever it is, the uh, burger and fries or whatever she wants me to have, the quesadillas. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm on stage in seven minutes. Like you're always, they're always offering these things that would be cooked. And I'm, I'm certain they will not be back in the green room in time. So I'm kind of in a predicament. And let's be real. We're always late to the show. So let's like... <laughs> One day, one day, get there like three minutes before showtime. One day, I'm gonna have them bring you like bananas Foster or like a banana flambe. You're just like just something small, just like a a banana, and they just bring it and set on fire banana with brandy and sugar all over it, and then the you got to get them about, the best. The best thing about working with you in terms of the things that you like to have backstage Here's is the, the peanut butter, butter. The, the peanut butter. Well, peanut butter and bananas are great. Useful. And that's the thing. You always have like some peanut butter. So I can just dig in there and at least it gets me through the first show because we're only showing up two and a half minutes before showtime. So we're, you know. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'll I go ahead and put uh, bananas in the rider. Oh, that'd be, I mean. I mean, I think that's worthwhile because if we had bananas there and peanut butter, I mean, that's yeah, a win. Right there. I wouldn't really even need to eat. Let's do a second one because this is kind of a similar question. That's not similar, but at least it has some correlation. Triple Bang Lighting Round, question two. Question two. How many cars at a drive-thru will you allow before you drive away rather than drive through? Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. The whole point of it. Yeah. Depends on a lot of different things. The main thing it depends on is how much you want that thing. Right. So if I really want an in and out burger um, and the line's really long, I'll just get in line because that's what it's going to take to get that thing. But um, I don't eat fast food that often. So I don't either, I, but I don't care how badly I want it. I really want it. Uh, yeah, I'll go, you know, four or five cars you know i think when i used to i used to do taco bell and stuff late at night after you're drunk um i'd cap it at i think six 
I, five is my limit. I feel foolish. The whole point, you're like, what are we doing here? Why are we, we're, I thought we were driving through where the, the whole idea was to make this quick. And sometimes it'll be like 20 people or something. And I'm like, 20 cars, this is ludicrous. Let's go get a banana. Right, Let's exactly. Banana. Let's go to the uh, drive-through banana store. Right, and getting back to the banana thing, by the way, if a Kiwi had the banana packaging, I mean, the Kiwi's big weakness is the pack- packaging. It's hard to eat a Kiwi. It's hard to get in there. But you know you do, and you're going to lose a little kiwi in the process. You cut it in half. Yeah, and then you scoop out the... No, no, you squeeze it. Hmm. You squeeze the side of the kiwi, and the actual delicious fruit will come out, um, and you'll lose a little bit of kiwi, but just a little bit. The old squeeze and proper technique? The old the old key squeeze. <laughs> kiwi squeeze, the key squeeze. Yeah. The, sque- the squeeze we. That's what it is. The squeeze, squeeze kiwi, squeeze kiwi. <laughs> yeah, squeeze kiwi. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. So you say five? That's your limit? Well, I used to cap it at six, but I'll yeah, I'll I'll sort of stay if it you know if if you really want what what they're cooking. Here's my here's my question. When do you see the drive? How many cars does it take for you to park and get out and go inside? Because mm-hmm. that's the trick and. Before the pandemic, obviously, I, uh, I would jump out, um, if there were, I think four cars, three, I'll wave behind them. I can get on my phone, you know, but four or five cars, I'll just jump out, go inside because they prioritize your stuff inside because it's easier. Yeah, that's true. Right there. They just grab it and hand it to you. But you don't know what you're getting into when you go inside. That's the problem. How do you mean? Yes. Big line inside that kind of thing too. There's never, if there's a big line in the drive-thru, there's never a big line inside because the people that wanted the food are in the drive-thru, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Or do you ever, if you're in a big hurry, do you ever, you know, walk up and give some cash to the guy who's first and ask him to make an order for you? I mean, that works, right? That'll work sometimes. I've never done that. What I've done is I've waited in a sprinting position. And then as soon as they're handing the bag to the first car, I just Mm -hmm. run, grab the bag, run all the way around the building, get in the car, drive as fast as I can forward. Usually I hit the car in front of me in the drive-thru, give them my insurance information, wait for the police to come, apologize, give the food back to the guy in the first car, offer to pay for the meal. He ends up slapping me in the face. I go home. Kate's like, why do you have a big red hand mark on your face? I explain the story. She says, why didn't you just run away and leave the car behind? And I say, well, that's my Dodge Neon. That's that's the first car I ever got laid in. She said, TJ, that's the first car that you ever laid an egg in. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, do you remember when you were so drunk that you sat on a raw chicken egg and it hatched into a little baby chickling? Uh, because you sat on it for so long that right then and there you laid an egg and, uh, and that was the first car that I got laid in. So it's, it just, it, let me put it this way. I don't go to drive throughs I go inside. Do you, did you name your bike? Ah! Did you, did no, you name your bicycle? No, that was the first idea that I had that sound that I just made. It's the name. <laughs> and you know what? I want to be honest with you. Actually, I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> I'm going to kind of lean in here and let you and the 12 and a half in on something. I was in, I was involved in a very, actually, this is such a cash levy situation. Um, I was involved in a forced nicknaming situation. 
where my father-in-law sort of said, you know, I have this idea for, you know, he said, Hey, are you going to name the bikes? And we said, yeah, of course we're going to name the bikes. He goes, okay, good. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of fun to name them. And I was too busy. Can I just interrupt here before I want them to picture the bike. It's, you sent me a picture of it. It's very classic. It's a, it's an electric bike, which it also has saddlebags. So it makes TJ it, feel it, like it's riding a horse. It know? looks, no, but it looks like a, an Indian motorcycle, an early like 70s era motorcycle. And, uh, but it is an electric bike. It's fast. It goes 35 miles an hour. Um, so it has a he throttle. actually has saddlebags oh. inside the saddlebags. He has a second set of saddlebags. No, 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 I have a tiny horse in the saddlebags, and that horse has saddlebags on it. Saddlebags on it, yes. Uh, inside and- those saddlebags, there are kiwis and bananas. Go ahead and let that one sit. <laughs> let and, and let that one fester <laughs> and rot. Let that one marinate and Throw it right in the disposal. Let's marinate on that for a second. Uh, Kate has a, um, she has a silver, a different manufacturer, but a silver electric bicycle that is uh, also uh, quite uh, uh, smart. It's a, it's a good looking bike. And I mean, this was my third. Mine is is red. I know. Triple bagger lighter on question three, electric bicycle. Moped? I mean, it's moped. It's a moped. It's moped, then it's not ped. You know what I mean? Uh, No, I I call them motorbikes. I really do, because they move quickly. Yeah. Hers is silver. Mine is like a deep red. And so, I, you know, I hadn't thought about I was thinking Red Rider or Red Rocket, but it needed to be something a little bit cooler and more. And then I come home one day. And Kate says, the next day or whatever, Kate says, hey, um, dad has really good ideas for nicknames for the bikes. He came up with nicknames for the bikes. And I was like, oh, okay, let's hear it. You want someone else to name your bike, though. All right, so here's what happened. So I go outside and I was like, I heard that you had some ideas um, uh, for the names of the bikes. He goes, yes. And he's big into Native American culture. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of Native American philosophy, a lot of Native American culture. And he says, yes, um, I think uh, Silver Bird and Red Wind. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, yeah, those are good ideas. And Kate came outside or I went back in and I was like, what do you think of those, Kate? And she goes, oh, I love it. They're great. They're perfect. And I kind of got bullied into having the nickname of my bike be Red Wind. Yeah, that's you can't have that, Silver, right? Silver Bird, I guess, is good. I mean, I think that works for her. But Red Wind isn't a very tough. It's too Native American. It's just, it's too peaceful. Yeah, it's let the let the Red Wind do its red job for God's sake. Uh, but really, I mean, it's um, come on, leaf blowers, let the wind do its job. All right. Uh, I, you know, I just it, it's not my style. But I really have been bullied into calling it Red Wind. Mm-hmm. And he kind of he laid into it quickly. He leaned into it quickly. He, so are you taking Silver Bird and Red Wind out today? You know, he kept kind of saying, well, "You can't force have you shown, that." Have you shown uh, Dennis Red Wind yet? You know, and I was kind of like, "It's not Red Wind, man." Call it, I, think I, call it. I think he's blocked my creativity because I can't think of a better one. I know what it should be. I think it should be called Electric Horse. Ele- no, it's got to it's got to be a nickname, you know. 
Mm, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I mean, ele- electric. Hey, electric pony is pretty funny. Electric pony. Mm-hmm. Or voltage. How about uh, Burger Party Wednesdays? T-shirt. <laughs> uh, what about uh, yeah? What about Red Donkey? You know. Red, it should be something. It's called a tracker, so it should be something that has to do with the color that it's red, or the tracker. But it's like you know, even electric ladybug or just something like that would be more interesting. Can you guys send TJ a better? And it's hard. You put me on the spot here. Can you send him a better? Come up with, uh, and and I'll post on social media a picture. Native American uh, name for his. You know what what I said to Kate? Then on the way I said, you know what we should call it, or what I would like to call it is just. The Indian, um, because it looks like an Indian motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And she said, mm-hmm. well, TJ, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I said, what? She said, well, that's kind of like calling a bike like black person. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And she was like, you know, calling it the Indian. It's like calling the the black person. And I was like, no, it's not, because there's no motorcycle that looks like my bike that's called the black person, you know? They were called Indian motorcycles. And so that, so that's, she's starting to get affected by all that stuff. And, um, but I like that, the Indian, you know, I don't, I think the red skin, like I was joking in the first place. I think naming your bicycle is a little, it's a little soft. What? (laughs) I don't know how you name, but I don't know why people name their car or their bicycle. I, I, I don't know. It's a motorbike. You don't like naming your car? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand naming these things. I don't, I don't. It's there's a little bit like uh, I mean did, you don't like the, let's take well I used to just say the Ford Focus but you don't like that's family. what the movie Christine was based on the guy you know it didn't do it didn't I mean he became too obsessed with his car he thought of it as an actual uh, living thing and he ended up that the car killed people it's if he hadn't named her Christine I don't think we got into this mess in the first place first of all I haven't seen the movie never will never should have seen it yourself. I have seen Weekend at Bernie's. Love it. Too. It's a Weekend week at Bernie's. I named all the cars in Weekend at Bernie's. Named everything. <laughs> I don't understand naming. We don't name other objects. We don't name. I, I've never named a bicycle. Do you name your skateboard? Do you name your yeah. surfboard? Are we supposed to every single mode of transportation we're supposed to name? No, you name things that you you really love. You know, I think you name things that are alive. Okay. okay well. That's uh, good. I don't think I can name your soul anything because it's dead inside. You're dead inside. <laughs> that was the ultimate, uh, the the ultimate criticism. And I would name that. I would name that comeback. Let's start naming that. You know. Name comebacks. Yeah. No, I think it's. I actually. I disagree. I. I don't like naming your car. Um. People I, name their boats. Now, the, the boat names are funny, so I, I'm okay with that because people would agree. Well, then there you go. But I would agree. Like I have a Mitsubishi 3000 GT VR4 twin turbo, and I don't even call it the Mitsu. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I I've never really named a car. I've never done that. I think naming a car is stupid, but an electric bicycle to me is kind of funny to name it. Okay. Well, I'm not send- gonna put the name of it on there. You know. Yeah. Let's send let's send you a good one. Let's this is good. Now let's let's we gotta move it along because we're we're doing a classic right now and we gotta go on to where were you? It's so tasty. When you weren't wherever you are now. 
Where were you? We've got all these tasty topics to you know to to explore. Uh, where were you? I've been in the bathroom. Okay, that's a good start. That's a good start. And it's this not why really, we do the topics. Yeah, it's not for evacuation purposes. Yeah, uh, we've got carpenter ants in this house, and. I'm killing a lot of ants. And I got to be honest with you, I'm starting to feel weird about it. That's how many I'm killing. And we're getting the pest control company to come, but I'm killing so many ants that I'm starting to feel for them. I actually started studying ants. Yeah. I can't really take them outside and like let them free because they just come back inside. Um, But that's what I've been doing. I'm spending a lot of time in the, in the bathroom killing ants and earwigs. And earwigs, do we have, is there a worse name for a, an insect than earwig? Does it immediately imply that it will crawl into your ear? Yeah. It's way in. Remember that old Star Trek episode? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so that's what you were at. Yeah. Uh, please, please email me at burgerpartywednesdayt-shirt at gmail.com. Burger Party Wednesday. Um, T-shirt. I told you, I told you, I, I went camping for a few days. My uh, my bike actually, we took my bicycle. It fell off the back of the bike, and I dragged it for about must have dragged it for about a mile or two without noticing. Wait, so you dropped old tinny tits? What do you call it? What's the name of it? Yeah. Tinny tits. Well, we call it ruined at this point. You call it ruined. But uh, we uh, we went in the forest, and I, let me just ask you this: when you do a trip. I think any trip with a family over six days, invariably somebody at some point is going to say, maybe we should just go home. Really? Yeah. Don't you think like that's like the line of demarcation where, you know, if you're on a trip for too long, somebody, a family trip, someone's going to be like, let's just give up and go home. Yeah, I think that can happen. I mean, you know, I don't have, I don't have children, so it doesn't, Family trips get dramatic. Do you remember some of your family trips? Yeah, but they didn't usually get dramatic. I mean, my parents really didn't fight that much, and we had a fair amount of fun on all the trips that we went on. Okay, all right. Well, I'm jealous. I wish I could have gone on some of your trips. I mean, you know, a lot of times my sister and I were just playing Game Boy, you know. So not a lot can go wrong there. That's true. In the car. Uh, but do your do your kids uh, do they look at iPads and stuff like that while you're driving, or you don't allow that, or what what happens? We, we allow it now. I don't think we didn't before, but now we're just trying to make sure things are under control back there. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, the amount that these kids uh, they get along really well, but the amount that they fight once or twice a day, I mean. There's biting, there's scratching, there's hair pulling, there's gouging eyes. It's it's basically professional wrestling in back. And really, you don't know who was wrong. You don't know who started it. I mean, the whole he started it. I it's it's fifty fifty. I don't know who started it. You really can't be sure. I you know, and it does matter who started it if there's actual bleeding on both sides. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta say it doesn't matter who started it. It's who ended it. So well, finish him. <laughs> <laughs> finish him. Yeah, Mortal Kombat style. 
it's really, I don't know, man. It's, it gets really dramatic. You're like, yeah, I cannot, I can, I, it's hard. You don't think of yourself when you're like early twenties that you're going to be a guy that's going to have to get between two kids and like do this dad thing. And it's just weird. Being a dad is weird. It's just a strange experience because you never saw yourself in that role. As long as you've been doing it, you still don't think of yourself as a dad, really. You think of yourself as yourself and you're, you're a person, but you're not getting mediating between these two just insanely volatile children <laughs> who are trying to beat the living shit out of each other. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it, it starts with like, and they'll both be on the ground and then one of them cries. Now the one that cries, you don't want that person to win the timeout or the punishment all the time either, because that then they're going to cry on purpose to try to get the other guy in trouble. So yeah. you're, you got to analyze that too. A um, lot of data to consider here. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of data. To, what, to what do you do when you can't determine who started it? I'll give them both uh, timeouts. They'll sit separately, and I'll try to make them laugh at what happened. That's kind of my strategy. I'll be like, guys, put yourself in my shoes. I mean, it, it was a little ridiculous to see you both uh, armed with chairs trying to, you know, throw the chairs at each other. You know, like kind of funny, right? I mean, how did it get to that point? And I just try to like, you know, kind of Does it work because are they mad at each yeah. other? They, they love each other. They're really good friends. And Chance has been a great big brother and, and you know, Wynn loves his brother too. And so it's, they, they want to start laughing as soon as they can. So that's the good news. They do forgive each other pretty quick. And Chance is one that's really like, if he analyzes it, it'll be like, you know, having thought about it, yeah, there's a few things I might've done differently. <laughs> so when yeah. you tell them to do timeouts, do they go and they have to just sit and be quiet? Yeah. They have to sit and be quiet. They just don't like any, uh, you know, being scolded at all. It's the principle of it that upsets them. So it doesn't have to be terrible. They just have to sit. How and, long, how long do the timeouts last? Oh, not very long. I mean, April's are much longer than mine. I'm like, all right, guys, do you think we, uh, once they start laughing, I'm like, you think we kind of got that out of our system? Let's go. Let's, let's, let's play a little <laughs> How bit. How long are April's? Just a day or two? No, they're longer. You know, sometimes she'll send one of them to their room. I don't know why they're so uh, resistant to going to their room. It's your room. You'd think that that's a weird thing that you could create a room. <clears throat> you could I, that we really played that wrong because I hated being sent to my room when I was a kid too. You you really should have things in your room to uh, kind of help break the fall with these situations, right? You should. I mean, I don't know why we don't. Why why didn't I stock my room with candles? But, but at at that age, you're not going to go. Well, I guess I'll just read a book. I mean, you have to be a really weird, introspective person. Yeah. Yeah. Being alone is the punishment there, not being in a particular mm -hmm. room. Yeah. I mean, these kids I are really sent to the furnace room. They would say, go down to the furnace room and you sit around the furnace and you chant your tongues. You do your you do your chants to the dark lords using your tongues, speaking tongues. And, uh, you know, that wasn't a lot of fun for me, but I went no, down. There. I had a Game Boy. <laughs> I mean, Wynn is really into accusing me of doing psychedelic mushrooms every time he disagrees with me. That true. Talk, is it because talk about, that. about that. Yeah. Wait, but you didn't tell me that he. Well, if he disagrees with something, he'll be like, have you been eating those um, mushrooms that make you see colors and stuff? Because I don't think you saw what really happened. He's, he's, he's like a lawyer. 
that's trying to argue that case. Yeah. Um, one thing that they're really excited about is the upcoming uh, Major League Baseball season because we're going to put a shitload of money down on the Cleveland Indians because of the hat miracle. And really? you're the only guy left in America. They were there for the hat miracle. You're the only guy left that's just unimpressed. I told a couple people in my family that story, and they were just floored. It's a true miracle. Um, you, I mean, the odds of a human being wearing a Cleveland Indians hat and then finding one on the middle of the road in California, it's the longest odds of anything that's happened in my lifetime, and I feel like you haven't given it its due. It just seems really silly from front to back. It's just, it's but the, you, you're going to put money on the Cleveland Indians oh, to win absolutely. I'm going to put everything down on the Cleveland Indians, everything I've ever worked for. Win the World Series? Because this miracle had a reason. And it was for me. You them going all the way to win the World Series. Yeah, because anybody can win the World Series this year. There's only 60 games. That's the equivalent of five football games in an NFL season. Like it's it's a crapshoot this year. So it's got to be the team Crazy. that I was wearing their hat, and then I found their hat. Astronomical odds, and I still feel like I feel like we should dedicate an entire. Not just an episode, an entire season. I'd rather of, not. Yeah, I would. I would rather. I'm gonna go ahead and be up there. I would rather not do that. I would, season. I've I, got I a lot like, of Burger Party Wednesday expos to do. I just don't think I've got time. In I think schedule. people are gonna look back on this show and say, you know, when that podcast jumped the shark, when TJ didn't realize what a miracle it is. It's not wearing on a bike ride. Hey, I'm very hurt and insulted that you don't see the light on this. I, I it's a miracle. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a practical living in the modern age now. Huh? Major League Baseball start? Well, they're supposed to start in, uh, I believe, June or July 23rd. I don't know if that's – this episode will probably be coming out right around when that's supposed to happen. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, I'm not absolutely certain it's going to happen. But if it does, uh, it's Cleveland Indians time. Practical living in a modern age. A couple of those, and then we'll do some maskers. I – I've been arguing with April about this. I want to see what you think. You don't make an appointment. I don't care how, if your car's broken, or, you know, it needs some repair work. You don't make an appointment for your car. Like, like, you're, like you're going to the doctor. You have doctor's appointment. You have dentist appointments. I don't believe you make an appointment for your hair. Oh, I had, you don't, you don't make you an appointment for your car. You, so you don't call the mechanic and say, hey... Yeah, you show up with your car, and if it works out, you drop it off until they can fix it. You don't make an appointment. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, no, you could. I think you call the mechanic and you say, "Hey, can I? If I come by around four, can you look at it?" But All right. It's so rare that they fix. It's not the, official. You make an appointment for your hair because they do it when you come in with uh with the car. They're not going to fix it while you wait. The appointments are stressful. And you drop it off. Here's my thing. Every commitment that you make is stressful on your calendar. Don't make commitments that are unnecessary. Like, get your hair cut when you feel like it. I, it doesn't make any sense, these uh, these appointments for that kind of thing. Yeah, but for it, some... It sits there like it's a burden. You're, you're it's a burden on your calendar. To be fair, you're in a unique situation. I knew you were going to say that, but I had hair for many years. Yeah, but you're in a unique situation. Cool. Of hair. As a man, it's like... You know, we're in a unique situation. The girls have to call and say, well, what time can you do this to get this done, to do this? It's a whole different thing. But I I, I agree with the car thing. And, you okay. know, you don't necessarily 
make an appointment to get your watch fixed. I'm doing that this week. You just drop it off. You know, if you're taking your uh, your electric red wind, if you're red taking wind. red wind in to get repaired, then you know you do that. But uh, rule number one: should we call it red wind? Yeah, I know. Golly, I don't know. Um, How do I know your second practice of living in a modern age? This is something I talked to about, you know, with my kids about because my son was like, he didn't like his yearbook picture. He thought it was weird looking. And I said, you know, the whole purpose of a yearbook picture is regardless of how it looks, it's going to be made fun of later. Like the era changes and you're going to have some yearbook photos that look ridiculous uh, later. So it's if it looks weird now, it might look good later. Don't even worry about it. Did you have some yearbook? Did you care about your yearbook photo? Yeah, I tried to make it look uh, funny every single time, but right, that's did you? yeah, but that's the idea. You know, you don't want to, you know, you you don't want to look, uh, you don't want to try and look cool because then exactly what you're saying is going to happen. You know, you'll look back and be like, Ugh, why was I even trying to look cool? Look how dumb I looked. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I think that's the right thing to say to Chance, you know? Let's finish it up with some maskers. What do you think? I think we're about to get as nasty. Like 85% of superheroes, this is I, maskers. I feel like, you know, sometimes I don't feel like you're wanting to get as nasty as you can. Or as you, like, are you getting as nasty as you want to be or just as you are capable of? What do you, I mean... What am I doing right now? Yeah. I get nasty at all. Okay. I'm off the nasty train. Oh, okay. Wow. Getting as cleanly, getting as cleanly as I can be, daddy. Oh, yeah, mama. All right. Let's do a few maskers before we go. Um, ben, don't tweet that at Ben J. Villa. Villa. Writes, does cheddar get sweaty at the same temperature as mozzarella? Does cheddar get sweaty at the same temperature as mozzarella? No, it gets sweaty faster. I think cheddar gets sweaty really fast. Yeah, I didn't know about sweaty cheese. I I didn't know that was a thing, so I I can't even... That's a tough one. You know, Adam Ward writes... uh, L.A. Dodgers hat, take a break. Cleveland Indians hats, you know what I'm talking about. Boy, oh, geez. Some people are believers. They're the Cleveland People out there, it's a miracle. White, and this is a Patreon patron. Thank you guys so much. He pledged $10 per month. Fucking awesome. So nice. Um, Thanos said, our dog breed conversations on par with birdbath conversations. Like... Oh, is that a cocker? Sure is. How old? Three. That was my guess. He sure looks three. Yep. <laughs> I agree. hundred uh, percent. I'm telling you, we just did this on the podcast. I'm friends with all the Patreons. I talk to them all the time. Do you, uh, are you, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think dog breed, you know, what kind of dog is that? It's just about as boring as talking about a bird bath. The funny thing is my father-in-law has a bird bath on like in his backyard. And I've had some actual bird bath conversations with him where we actually, he says, you know, I keep a little styrofoam 
and I'll sort of scoop out the bad stuff in the bird, but I, I like to keep the the water the way it is because it has bacteria in it, and I think they need the bacteria. They're not used to having water that's out of a faucet or anything like that. So we've had some actual, actual bird conversation. And I, you know, I saw a squirrel go in there the other day, and he was washing off and drinking from it, and he'll go, really, a squirrel? I don't think I've ever seen that. So I'm actually having birdbath conversations right now. That's what's happened to me in the pandemic. Um, snail trailing. Love snail, snail trailing. Eyebrow chamber. Face cocoon. Hashtag never going to get old. Never going to die. Eyebrow chamber. <laughs> I just love the hashtag. Never going to get old. Never going to die. I, it's from the movie Cocoon. I just think that's the funniest. Eyebrow chamber. One of my favorite phrases from any movie ever. Like, uh, and snail trailing nailed that one. Eyebrow chamber. Yes. Yeah. Can't even imagine what snail trailing is talking about. Well, I think that was sort of on the like the fourth of a bunch of tweets about um, about caterpillars. I think I, you know, yeah. it's hard for me to collect snail everything. Checks out the snails on the hikes. Yeah, snail trailing is taking actively taking pictures of snails. Yeah. Um, okay, so RGH three writes. Um, Saw this on a friend's Facebook post and seemed like the perfect question for you. And let me just say, every time I, I'm on the freeway and I see an adopted highway, I think of this same question. It made me wonder if, like, every joke that we write or think of, has it already been written at this point? What do you think? Because maybe so often I someone will tweet something that I kind of said on stage or vice versa, and I'm just sort of like, well, I feel like we're all having... There's so many people expressing funny thoughts out there that it's hard to uh, stay original. Um, he writes, when is the right time to tell an adopted highway you're not its real parents? That is really funny. You're right. I think that other people have had that joke. And I thought of that. And I was I actually didn't say it on stage because I was like, I think probably that's something other people have said. But Great. that doesn't mean it's not funny. Good pretty great joke i mean i think as soon as it realizes that the highway's real parents it doesn't look anything like john's automotive make an appointment and we'll be there that's <laughs> john's automotive uh, right. grant patrick writes shoes leather condoms for the sock and you actually wrote love this one looking forward to getting some answers um or is the sock the condom for the foot? I'll need to ponder it further. I think a sock, I think a sock is more of a foot condom than a shoe is a sock condom. Right, right. I think so. They're both condoms for one another. And then you're wondering is uh, you know, is your foot skin a uh, a skeletal condom, a foot skeleton condom. I mean, it can go on and on. You know, anything that goes around something can be a condom. That's the. I told the, you about the, that. Your leg. I told you about that argument I had on the airplane where the yeah, way condom, to, can a, the condom can be a ladle if you put a with, handle on. Yeah, with the stewardess, yeah, well, the stewardess said, you know, uh, I wouldn't wear socks in there, uh, in the bathroom. Um, in the in the airplane, you know, I wouldn't wear socks in there because you know people you know spill and stuff. So you're gonna put shoes on, and I go, I have, I have skin on my feet. 
below those socks. I have skin, I already have, I have skin on my feet, so I'm, I'm covered. I already have, you know. Right, the sock like, is not your. You're not barefoot in there. Exactly. I already have. That's what the skin's for. So you know, she she uh, argued with me for a little while, and then you're I back mm-hmm. the fuck off is what you wanted to say. Yeah, right? That's exactly what I wanted to say. Groundhog, ground hound, Grog's day writes. If someone tells me, "quote Looks like you had a rough weekend on a Thursday," <laughs> are they just a time traveling asshole? <laughs> That's great. Or, and I don't have the last part of this. This is the problem with tweets or, now. Were they late to the party? Oh, is that is that what it was? I don't know if that's what it was. I can find it, but it's. I think that's right. Are they are they just now noticing how terrible your weekend was? You know, three days ago or four days ago, I should say. That's a great, great thing to say to somebody on a Thursday or Wednesday. Look like you had a rough weekend. I think that's. I think I'm going to put that in my. Uh, in my quiver, in my put down quiver. Um, let me I mean, see. that's right up there with, I'm better at what I do than anything that you've done in your lifetime. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I'm down with it, but look at this. So, uh, on Grog's day, we always enjoy, um, remember Jupiter's moon in the galactic locker room. If someone runs and jumps straight into the bottom of a wishing well without hitting the rim, is it swishing well? Yes. From downtown, yes. Yeah, hashtag flu game, hashtag, hashtag maskers. Um, I love that. It's a swishing well. It's, noth- it's nothing but get what you wish for. Instead of nothing but net, nothing but get exactly what you wish for. <laughs> Yes. 